You're listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, Session 19. Welcome to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, where positivity and spirituality create an enhanced life's journey with the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha. I am your host, Iya Omileti Olubumi. Welcome to the Arisha Wisdom Podcast. I am Iya Omileti. Thank you for hanging out with me and spending some of your time to discuss all things Arisha. So, grab a cup of coffee or tea or juice or put on your sunglasses while you drive or pop in your earbuds and let's chat. Today's episode is being brought to you by our very own Orisha Wisdom's Ori Affirmations. Do you want to know what Ori is? Do you want to connect with your Ori? This is a free resource available just for you. So go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash Ori one. That is O-R-I and the number one. Today's topic came about by the constant question of, what does this Arisha want? What does this Arisha like? And how many things I can give him or her? And voila, here is the episode. How do you maferefun? Let's get this party started. Coming into the Arisha traditions is like finding a new world. Everything is new. You go into a botanica and it's like your inner witchy self wakes up and wants to do the spiritual work or spiritual stuff or intuitive stuff or whatever you want to call it. It's awake. It is up and it's hungry to know more, to be fed more knowledge about the Orishas and those beads, and what you need to do next, and you just want to honor the Orishas. You then decide that you want to give them whatever they want, whatever Orisha wants, so that they can start giving you some of their blessings, right? I mean, who wouldn't? You do what many others do. Find some information the Orishas, some of them at least, you know, Eshu, Ogun, Ochosi, Obatala, Olokun, Yomaya, Shango, Oya, Oshund, and others. And you are spiritually enamored. It's a different kind of being in love, and you begin to want to do for them. The homework and research time begins. Who are they? What do they like? What don't they like? Do I get an altar for them? What do I leave at the crossroads? Where do I find this Orisha? If I sat down to tell you all of the times that I went into the elements in the beginning when I first started out looking for a quote-unquote sign of Orisha so that I could give them something, or maybe who knows, 
I'd get a magical moment, which I was anointed with the ashe of, look, I don't know, maybe some movie moment here where I am the chosen one. Yep, think of music, lights, and movie moments here, you know. No matter what I experienced or not out there, I still wanted to give something to Orisha because I wanted to honor them. I figured that if I give them with all of my heart, that they would bless me and I'd find my truest love and I would win the lottery by the end of the year. Well, a girl can dream, right? The purchases began. The cigars, the rum, the toasted corn, the fruits, the red candle with shango on it from the botanica, and the eshu bath from the botanica, and don't forget the pennies being thrown in all kinds of corners, crossroads, everywhere, and the countless watermelons in the ocean. The desire to give the Orisha what they want does not wane. I mean, for me, it was so there. You want to give them what they like. But here's the question. It's enough, right? They should see that you are giving them their rum and stuff all the time, and they should bless you for it, right? If you have a priest to work with, then you go to that priest, and if it comes out that you need to do a bowl, then you will do it, of course, because this is part of what giving maferefung is, right? The definition of maferefung is to honor, to pay homage to. You give honor by going to the store to get them what they want, right? So here's a question. Is that all? Is that all that you have to do to please them, to honor them? Do you just have to say Maferefung and you put name of the Orisha in there, like Maferefung Oshun, Maferefung Shango, and then you give them one or a few of the things on the list of this Orisha likes stuff, right? Some cigars, fruits, flowers. What if I tell you that that is just scratching the surface of what they want? That's not it. You must be like, what now, Iya? What else can I give them? Let's speak of Yamaya as an example. So, you think that it's just going to make the queen of all bodies of water content to just give her a watermelon and other little things? How will this help the ruler of all the bodies of water, and the mother of the world. Think about that. Will that impact the ocean at all? Will that appease one of the most powerful Orisha? I'm trying to get you to see that Orishas are, well, very powerful forces of nature, and it's not enough just to give them, quote-unquote, stuff, because it really doesn't help them at all, really. It's like, what will the ocean do with a watermelon? 
feed a few turtles, a few other animals. I mean, it's nice, but how does that watermelon contribute to the essence of the water? I am not saying that if it comes out for you to give a watermelon to Jemunja, that it is not done. It is different when it is asked of you as a bull because of the reason behind on the why you need to give that. More on this a bit later. Giving Maferefun to anyone, Arisha, goes a bit deeper than that. I recently had a conversation with someone about personality traits and why they do things, and I shared something that was shared with me. That Arisha is paired with you in heaven because there are lessons that you and me and we all need to learn in this incarnation. For example, you want to make Shango happy? It's not about giving him a bowl and thinking that your macho bravado is showing that you honor him. How about learning wisdom, learning strategy, learning humility, learning to honor and protect women? Learning how to honor your mother or the elder women in your family. Learning those lessons that are brought to you through your readings, recurring types of readings, and a bows that happen. So if you get a constant reading that is coming up and that you have to, I don't know, take a chill on your temper, take a chill on your temper, calm down, maybe that's what we need to focus on. So it's not about the epo to chango. What about to be the best person that you came to earth in this lifetime to be with their guidance, of course? That is how you give them honor. To maferefum orisha is way much more than just giving them a little ademus and saying maferefum, of course. It is a combination of things. Number one, remembering them each day. Orisha is all around us. Number two, remembering them as part of your daily routines. It's not just thinking about them when you wake up or if you do your prayers right at the door. It is all throughout as a part of your daily routines. Number three, remembering the lessons that each Orisha gave you during your readings. It's good, good, good to take notes on these so that you could go back, because sometimes later on you will be able to kind of catch something that you didn't quite remember, but you wrote down, but it didn't quite sink in. You have to remember some of those lessons. Number four, remembering to emulate your paired Orisha at its best, meaning that you try to be the best version of that Orisha, not when that Orisha was still learning or some of the less stellar behavior that we read about in some of the Batakis. And of course, to become the best version of you. So if we want to emulate Obatala, if you read when he was a lot 
in the younger incarnations, he was a bit, um, let's see. Uh, he was not his calm self. He was a little not, <laughs> I'm trying to find the word. He was a lot to handle. He was really just, he would fly off the handle. He had quite a temper. He, his wisdom probably came by looking at some of the crazy stuff and crazy decisions that he made. And each following incarnation, he just got wiser and wiser and wiser. And he learned. We have to do our best to become the best version of us while we emulate the best version of that Orisha. I was told early on that Orisha really does not need our trinkets or our food, that they are forces of nature. What is the queen of wind really, really going to need with some eggplants? Will those eggplants feed her and make the whirlwind begin or stop? Or will the eggplants stop the air to still be around for us to live? Nope. The air will still be there. But these are necessary for us to remember, to connect, to keep our promises. So if we promise Oya those eggplants for whatever it is, she is now looking at us. We are looking to connect with her and it becomes sort of like a pact. But honestly, she doesn't need them. She is a force of nature. She is air. Remember that doing a bull sacrifice or giving a demu is to remind us to connect to those entities. Because we humans, we need something to connect with, something to feel, something. It's just in our nature. How we really make an Orisha proud is by changing our lives, by doing the inner work which many folks shy away from. I mean, how much easier would it be just to do a bow? get some chicken to fix our bad behavior and voila, magic wand, we're all fixed and we're all happy, right? Unrealistic. It takes hard work on who we are to fix who we are. And if we really study the Patakis, even Orisha had to learn from their own mistakes. And this is how they became even better deities. So how to maferefum? Number one, remembering them each day. Remember, Orisha is all around us. There is air, there is water, the land, the trees. I mean, there's the forces of Orisha. They're just everywhere. Number two, Remembering them as part of your daily routines. Their Orisha is everywhere. Air, water, flowers, ground, mountain, birds, animals. Oh my goodness, everywhere. Just remember them. If you are, for example, this is tradition in our home. If we ever pass through or we drive through train tracks, we always say ma ferefum ogung. 
and we give a little prayer. And I think the kids know it about this time because they hear it so much. So part of everything that we see, we remember and we think about it. And sometimes interesting conversations come about that way. Number three, remembering the lessons that each Orisha gave you during your readings. I'm sure that you're going to hear this forever from me. Take note. If you cannot take note, you ask, you know, can I record my readings? Most priests will say it's perfectly fine. And you can go back and revisit. There are lessons to be learned, especially, especially if you keep getting the same type of ebo or similar that means you haven't learned something from there. You want to maferefum? Apply number three and really try to listen to the advice that is given to you on readings. That is hard. Oh, which brings me to number four. Remembering to emulate your paired orisha at its best. Let's say that you've already had what it's called the bahada. That means when they find out who your head Orisha is, and it is whatever Orisha it is, find the best version of that Orisha and emulate that. If you, for example, they tell you you're a child of Obatala, then you know what? Maybe we need to take a look at that temper. Maybe we need to calm down. Maybe we need to rethink our decisions, temper, strategy. But calm. Maybe we need to be a little more compassionate. Maybe we need to be strong because he's very, very strong. Maybe we need to, um, if we are a parent, maybe we need to take a look at our children a little better and become better parents. So you are taking the time to emulate that Orisha that you have been paired with at its best so that you can become your best. Am I saying that, of course, we are probably still going to do the pennies at the crossroads. And if we have Orisha or if we attend an event, of course, we're going to bring something because we're bringing something to Orisha. No one, no one, no one is negating that. But it's not all and it's not enough. It's just the beginning. If that is what it takes for us to begin to kind of change our minds a little bit and change our behaviors, just to bring in some honey for sweetness and to taste it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I need sweet things in my life, but maybe I need to speak a little softer or maybe I need to do this. We are all responsible. What makes the maferefun, to pay homage, is really as their children, Orisha's children, is to be the best version of us. And it could take a whole lifetime to be the best version. And that is part of your spiritual journey, that it's not just spiritual, it becomes your whole life's journey. It's quite beautiful. Maferefun, to all of the Orishas, because they give to us every day. They give 
their air, they give water, they give us food, they give us will, they give us a little nudge when we need, they do so much, they do so much. And to maferefundem is, it goes beyond just saying the words, and it goes beyond just bringing molasses or honey or efun or oti, gongoro, it just, it's much more than that. It is our journey to be better. And that, that is how we can really, really give maferefun to these great forces of nature, which are a piece of God. We've reached the end of this episode in the Orisha Wisdom Podcast, and I'd like to thank you for spending your time with me. For show notes, go to www.orishawisdom.com forward slash session 19. What are your thoughts on what it means to really maferefung Orisha? What experiences have you had? Do you agree with this podcast or do you have something to add? I would love to hear from you. And the best place to hear it all of your comments, of course, is to hop on over to our Facebook community called the Orisha Wisdom Community. Remember to also go on over to www.org orishawisdom.com forward slash O-R-I-1 to get your Ori affirmations. Bring to your life the power of Ofo Ashe, which is the power of the word. And really, that Yoruba knowledge can totally change your life beginning today. Before I go today, I would love to ask for a favor which would mean a lot to me. Hop on over to iTunes and leave me a comment and a review for this podcast. If you're driving, please, please don't do this. It can wait. Really, it can wait. But only a few minutes of your time will be so helpful to me to continue to provide this podcast for you. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, May the elevated ancestors and all Orisha bless you immensely. Odabo! Thank you for listening to the Orisha Wisdom Podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes at orishawisdom.com forward slash podcast. Can't get enough of Orisha Wisdom? Check us out at orishawisdom.com and subscribe to our community. Remember, the wisdom of Ifa and Orisha is all around us. Be blessed, and until next time.